Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about how to make more godly resolutions for the new year. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we're talking about how we can make smarter and more godly New Year resolutions. It's a time-honored tradition. As the ball drops in Times Square and we turn our calendars a page, millions will resolve to improve their lives. We think that the beginning of a new year gives us the opportunity to reinvent ourselves. We try to one-up our friends on Facebook and say that we're all going to go to the gym more, quit our vices, eat our vegetables, and it may work for a while, but nearly as many resolutions that are made on December 31st are broken within a few short weeks in January. So what does the Bible say we should do if we are resolved to better ourselves for more than just the month of January? Well, here are five resolutions the Bible says you should make for your next year. First, we should resolve to love more. Matthew chapter 5, verse 44 through 48 says, Love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you, that you may be children of your Father in heaven. He causes his Son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. If you love those who love you, what reward will you get? Are not even the tax collectors doing that? And if you only greet your own people, what are you doing more than others? Don't even the pagans do that? Be perfect, therefore, as your heavenly Father is perfect. Christ said that we must love our enemies. We pray for those who hurt us in order to be perfect as our heavenly Father is perfect. Love is the ultimate key to self-improvement. It's something that we can't ever say that we have fully accomplished, meaning Even if I loved an awful lot last year, I can still love more this year. Paul wrote in his first letter to the Thessalonians, May the Lord make your love increase and overflow for each other and for everyone else, just as ours does for you in 1 Thessalonians 3, verse 12. The Thessalonians, they were already loving. They were already compassionate. But Paul prayed that the Lord would move them to love even more. Let it bubble over and pour out on each other and on everyone else. So for those who've hurt you over the past year, resolve to love them now. And for those who are easy to love, love them even more this year. The Lord is waiting to help us make our love increase. Resolve to let him. Number two, we should resolve to pray to God to about our year, to include him in our plans. James chapter 4, verses 13 through 16 tells us, Now, listen, you who say today or tomorrow we will go to this or that city, spend a year there, carry on business, and make money. Why, you don't even know what will happen tomorrow. What is your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogant schemes. All such boasting is evil. The businessmen in James chapter 4, they confused 
their priorities. They did everything right. I mean, they had a, a perfect business plan here. They knew where they were going, what they were going to do there, how long they were going to spend. They were there to make money. That sounds like they had a solid uh, plan for what they needed to do with their lives. It's everything the world says we need, but God says it was all in vain. Why? Well, because they left God out. God wants you to make plans for this year. He wants you to plan to accomplish big things for him and his kingdom. He wants you to plan ahead, but he doesn't want you to do it on your own power. He wants you to recognize he wants to tag along. He wants to be with you. Otherwise, it's meaningless. Our life is a mist. The new year is a vapor, but God is eternal. Resolve to include God in your plans for 2018. Number three, resolve to grow in your faith. Paul, when he was distressed over the immaturity of the Corinthians, he wrote, I gave you milk, not solid food, for you were not yet ready for it. Indeed, you are still not ready. 1 Corinthians 3, verse 2. And Paul knew that they should be more mature, but the Corinthians were apparently comfortable. And that's what spiritual immaturity can be. It can be comfortable. And growth can be demanding. Growth demands changing what you've always done to come closer to what God wants from you. But temporary comfort has eternal consequences. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 it says, so Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and teachers to equip his people for works of service. So the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head that is Christ. From him, the whole body joined and held together by every supporting ligament grows and builds itself up and love as each part does its work. We must resolve to move on from milk, to mature and find our place in the body of Christ. Imagine how strong our faith would be if we committed to maturing in our relationship with God every single year. Number four, we should resolve to share the good news with the world. You know, Peter told us, always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give a reason for the hope that you have in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 15. And we have heard and we now believe the way and the truth and the life, the only path to God, and we should share that good news. In Colossians chapter 4, Paul tells us this should be our constant goal. It should be the subject of our never ceasing prayers. He writes in verse two of Colossians chapter four, devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful and pray for us too, that God may open a door for our message so that we may proclaim the mystery of Christ for which I am in chains. Pray that I may proclaim it clearly as I should. So resolve to request and walk through the open doors God provides to share the gospel. Five, and finally, we should resolve to devote ourselves and our year 
to our Savior. Christ said that if we want to become his disciple, we have to take up our cross. And Paul even said that he beat his body and made it a slave so that he would not be disqualified from the prize in 1 Corinthians 9, 27. Christ doesn't want our part-time faith. He demands everything from us if we're going to be his disciple. So pick up your cross. Devote your life to him. To review, the Bible says if we want to resolve to be better, We need to love more. We need to include God in our plans. We need to mature in our faith. We need to share the gospel more boldly. And we need to devote ourselves more fully to our Savior. But resolving to be a better person isn't enough if you're still trapped by sin. If you believe that the sin in your life separates you from God, that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is the only one who can offer redemption and that you're ready to accept him, as your Lord and Master. Don't wait another year. There will never be a better opportunity to become his child. Let's resolve not just to improve our physical lives, but to also improve our spiritual relationship with our God. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily, and I'm looking forward to sitting down with you next time. Hey, thanks for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content and want to make sure that others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.